Hello, and welcome to the Culture Quest. We are but humble adventurers, and today we are here to keep you company. With me, as always, are Peter. Hello. And Barrio. Hello. And I am Inon. Thank you, the listeners at home, for taking part in our noble quest. So, um, you may have noticed that this episode was released earlier than usual. And, uh, well, this isn't the All-Star Superman episode that we've previewed in the last episode um, that will come out according to our regular schedule. This is, um, you know, more of a casual episode that we've decided to record as a bit of a bonus episode. This is what we're going to be doing today. We will be talking about things that you can do to pleasantly pass the time while you're at home. Uh, we're each going to be recommending a movie, a book, a music album, and we also each have one wildcard recommendation. Um, so, uh, before we start, how are you guys? How is being at home treating you? Speaking of passing the time, how was the one-hour debate we had, Barrio, before we realized we weren't recording? <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. You had to be there. Dear listeners, we we debated everything, like from economics to politics, history down to like quantum physics. It was just crazy. Yeah. So sorry you missed it, guys. We had it all. We had it all. We almost cracked the yeah. Einstein equation, but we uh, it was just it was intense. Solved the whole Bermuda Triangle thing, and uh, we got off track. But it was it had good. to be there. Yeah, it had to be there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week has been. Pretty boring, though, uh, yeah. to answer your original question. It was um, working from home and just spending, like, 10 hours a day in front of the computer. So, But, you know, there's worse things you can do, I guess. I'm trying to churn through my Netflix to watch list and spending a lot of time with my cat and um, <laughs> listening to so many podcasts. I'm on, I've, like, burned through all the podcasts I had in my queue list, which is, like, so big, I just didn't think I'd... I, I just admitted straight out i would never get through them hmm. but i have so i'm sort of panicking now so whew. what about you Varia? um i keep expecting to work less but i keep finding myself like doing full day job in, in front of the computer and like being in in calls non-stop what did kind of change though is i think i'm kind of starting to lose my mind because i talk a lot all the time like i got meetings all throughout the day but i never talk to anyone who's physically there like it's all in skype or teams or slack or zoom or one of those many voip uh, apps and um <laughs> i think i'm starting to lose it because like i eventually like sometimes i i just you know i walk to the kitchen and i find and i and i found myself talking and i was like wait I'm not <laughs> I'm not in a conversation right now. I don't even have the the earphones. I'm, I'm just talking to myself. So yeah, so this is so this is probably week 1. I wonder what will happen next. Yeah, stay up keep us updated with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not entirely sure that we're even talking. Maybe it's all in my head, so <laughs> I just thought about it. It's kind of funny because we've already recorded the All-Star Superman episode and we've already recorded the, um, the Mom's Classics episode. But we're recording this now casually and I'm going to edit this quickly to put it out as a bonus episode, like outside of our regular schedule. And it's going to be kind of weird because this is going to be coming out before the All-Star Superman episode, which we've done the pick and plop moments from our recent uh, weeks. And your pick moment, Barrio, was that you got the the message that you can stay at home and and work from home now. Yeah. So so the 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 timeline is all um, disrupted now. You know, the listeners are going to hear you talking about 
working from home and the next week they're going to be hearing you talking about I'm going to be working from home. Like, oh, right. I'm excited. It's uh, kind of weird. It's going to be funny. Yeah. It's going to be funny. Like, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, this is terrible. And then next week, it's gonna be like, you know, I think next week's going to be a good week. <laughs> I'm optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I kind of spent 12 days in isolation. I couldn't leave home because I was on the same train, probably not even the same car uh, on the train with someone who was later tested positive for uh, COVID-19. So I spent 12 days at home to make sure that I'm not, uh, you know, uh, developing any symptoms or anything. And the day that I was allowed to leave home was the day that kind of the guidelines got stricter. And now we can't move past 100 meters away from home. So nothing really changes for me. Um, I was talking to my mother the other day and, and she, she's kind of stressed out. And, and I part of, the, of my way to try to relax her is that I told her that I'm actually kind of kind of worried about my health my health situation after this crisis will be over because for now you know I, I might be losing my mind but physically I'm I'm sleeping in late and like getting well <laughs> well rested I'm eating like a very good breakfast every day you know a couple of eggs drink a, a glass of orange juice sit in sit in the porch like breathe air it's crazy but it's it's also very <laughs> very relaxing so like getting yeah. getting back uh, back on track afterwards it's gonna be it's gonna be intensive oh okay. yeah um so we're each going to recommend a movie a book a music album and one wild card thing I don't know maybe an activity something that you can do at home like I said the wild card can be anything anything that comes to mind and before we start I kind of wanted to know you know what what was your strategy for picking things? Because, like, are you recommending things that you really love or are you recommending things that you think most people would enjoy, kind of hit the most common denominator? Or is it stuff that you kind of think that, you know, would help people pass their time quicker? Uh, what did you guys do? I tried to pick something which was something which you can just be really confident that you're going to have a good time on. Because basically what you want now is you want to have hours and hours of content, like, ready to go. So you yeah. don't want stuff which you have to sift through and pick and choose and do too much research about what you're going to like and what you're not going to like. I just want like basic stuff, easy to watch stuff, easy to listen to stuff, which is just going to be good. So um, so yeah. I went for stuff that's like slightly under the radar, but not completely like people probably would have heard of this stuff, but maybe maybe haven't actually paid it too much attention. Huh. Yeah. Bio? Yeah, I, I don't know. Just just things that I that I enjoyed. I was also talking about it with a friend the other day. Like if if now we should do things that are like nice and easy, or we should do things that you know are a bit more intense. Because on one hand, you know it's it's a it's a tough time. You you need to give yourself a break and and kind of like do things that that make you feel good in order to find your equilibrium in this in this new routine. But on the other hand. If this is the start of something that that's gonna be pretty long, a few months long, yeah, yeah, then maybe you should, you know, study things, uh, read like um, hard books, and yeah. so that's kind of I don't know, I I wasn't sure about which way to go. I kind of think this is the time to play the games that take like sixty hours to finish. This is the time to read the one thousand pages long book, you know. But like I chose things that I kind of you know things that I really love and um, things that I think you can enjoy 
either more than once or, you know, for a while, like stuff that kind of stay with you, you know? And I've chosen things that aren't necessarily, um, like Peter said, under the radar. I didn't choose things that you've never heard about, but maybe things that if you've missed, then they're worth your time, I think. Um, what do you guys want to do first? Do you guys want to do uh, movies, a music album, a book? Let's do movies first. Awesome. Uh, Peter, do you want to start? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, so I'm really big fan of The Devil Wears Prada, the movie. Uh, I'm sure you are, mm-hmm. Mario. You like Meryl Streep, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> she's, she's brilliant at everything. <laughs> we talk about her a lot. Um, <laughs> That's like Mario's catchphrase. Do- who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, I heard, but- uh, I, I think there was this Oscars uh, ceremony and, and people say, uh, yeah, Meryl Streep wanted to be here, but she, she, she caught a cold. She's also brilliant at that. <laughs> uh, so I think about two years ago now, I watched a movie called The Intern. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah, hmm. I don't, I don't yeah, think I so. think so. It's with um, De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice. So one. he plays he plays a guy called Ben, and he's a um, retiree and a widow, and he's sort of been out of the game um, for a little bit. So he wants to be an intern. So he applies to be an intern for this company, which does um, I think they do sort of like fashion online. And anyway, he works for Anne Hathaway, who plays Jules, which has kind of got me into this movie because I, I liked Anne Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada and she was like, sort of like the intern, but this time she's the boss. So um, I thought, oh, you know, let's let's try it. Let's see what happens. And um, the result is just awesome. It's one of like the most um, lighthearted, but funny, but also deep and it was so unexpected. I thought, oh, this is just going to be one of those, like, you know, throwaway movies which you're going to watch and forget about. But um, when I watched it, I just watched it like a Sunday afternoon. And it was such a great movie. It was so enjoyable. And I've watched it about two or three times since. And that's that's a lot because I, I don't rewatch movies very often. I watch Die Hard every Christmas Eve. But besides that... Yeah, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and then I realized I went to see, oh, like, just oh, who's the director? You know, maybe maybe there's more movies that I'll like by this guy. Um, so the director is Nancy Mayers. And then I realized she does like lots of lots of movies like The Holiday and It's Complicated, which also has Meryl Streep in it and stuff like that. So she does a lot of these kind of movies. So my recommendation is to one, watch The Intern and then watch it's complicated, something's got to give, and the holiday. So I think they were, they've been released every like three years in early 2000s up to like 2010 or whatever. Yeah, sweet comedies. Yeah, 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 like nice sweet comedies. I've watched Something's Gotta Give and I loved it. And um, yeah, it looks like a great recommendation, like watching her movies. So yeah, that's Hmm. my recommendation. I would say I'd watch The Intern because that's my favorite. But then if you like The Intern, then it's a pretty good bet you'll like It's Complicated and then you can just go through Something's Gotta Give and The Holiday and that should be about a week for you. Uh, Barrio, what, what have you got for us? I, one of the movies that I, I wanted to rewatch in this uh, this time is um, Donnie Darko. Nice. Yeah, I think I haven't watched that one also in about 10 years. Um, 
I think it's it's one of those films that really kept us busy when we were teenagers, Barrio. Yeah, definitely. And and the thing is that I think like I'm kind of I'm kind of afraid to watch it because I really loved it and it kind of and I thought about it a lot, you know, uh, timelines and and, and it's kind of uh, I don't know, it makes you think. But like when trying to remember it now, I think that in today's standard we we would have understood that it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, just maybe not yeah it's just like maybe just a very confused movie so i'm kind of afraid to watch it because i don't want want it to break but i remember it's a yeah it's a nice experience and and anyway like uh, it, that's like jake gyllenhaal at the beginning of his career which is yeah. kind of interesting because like every movie uh with him that i saw ever since including including i think is in the last uh spider-man far from home movie I was like, ooh, it's mm. Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really liked that movie when we were kids. Like, and it, I think it has kind of a cult following. Maybe, maybe it's not as bad today. Like, maybe you won't be disappointed by today, yeah. I really hope so. Huh. What's yours, Anon? So my movie uh, recommendation is, it's one of my favorite films. Um, it's uh, The Prestige. Uh, it's a Chris Nolan film. Ooh. Have you watched it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. That's a really good yeah, film. Yeah, it's really one of my favorites. It's about two competing stage magicians in the late 19th century. It features Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Um, and like, I remember when that movie came out, I heard about it, you know, kind of two magicians fighting. Um, and, and I kind of thought it, it sounded dumb. So I kind of ignored it. But I watched it a few years later. And I really, really loved it. Yeah. It's uh, honestly just one of my favorite movies. And the thing is, like, you know, this is a movie with a twist at the end that once you know it's coming, it's really fun to rewatch this movie and kind of find all the hints and clues that are placed throughout. Like, when I first watched that movie, I didn't expect to like it too much, but then I watched it again the next evening and even once more the evening after that. I even read the book later. The The movie is based on a book, uh, The Prestige by Christopher Priest. Oh. And I think the, the book is also pretty good. It's really different than the movie. Like they changed a bunch to make the movie kind of work as a movie. But just both of them are great. Hmm. That, sounds, that sounds good. I think it's a pretty safe bet to recommend all Christopher Nolan films. Like if you haven't seen one, just watch it. Like, it's just guaranteed a good time. I saw Dunkirk, I think I saw it like a couple months ago. That was really good. Um, Inception, everyone knows that one. Prestige is like yeah. one of um, one of his best as well, which was so and, old. Uh, I didn't realize Prestige was in 2006. Yeah, 2006, exactly. Interstellar is pretty good. My favorite was Interstellar. Yeah, that was cool. I remember walking out of the movie theater after watching Interstellar and I'm just thinking... What did I just watch? But then I watched it again, and it really, really worked for me. Uh, it's a good movie. Mm. Um, let's move on to music albums. Peter, what have you got for us uh, in terms of music albums? Uh, okay, so I'm not sure if I've mentioned it on the podcast. I definitely have mentioned it to you guys over Discord. But um, my album recommendation would be Plastic Ono Band by John Lennon. So mm, um, after the Beatles broke up in 1970, George Harrison released... 1970 all things must pass a triple album his best album definitely um but he had so many songs saved up from the beatles because he only got two songs out of every album absolute tragedy um and paul mccartney released ram um in 1971 i think it was and that was probably one of his best albums that's more arguable he's released a lot of albums but that one's probably my favorite solo album from him and in 1970 John Lennon released 
Plastic Ono Band, and I think this is by far his best album. So um, Plastic Ono Band is sort of, it feels very coherent, one of the most coherent albums I've ever, ever listened to. So it feels like every song leads on perfectly, and also whenever you hear a, like a 15-second clip from the album, it, it, it just, you know automatically because they still use the same instruments in most songs and it definitely has the same sort of eerie feel to it. And it's a bit of a depressing album, but it's um, it's one you will want to listen to over and over again. Um, so if you want to listen to maybe one song just to see if it's your, your deal, I would say um, the first one I would listen to, which is very relevant to the... Um, social distancing or physical distancing that we're doing now is some called Isolation. Um, I'll play huh, a nice. quick uh, a quick clip if you want. Cool, awesome, yeah. Everybody got to have a home. Just a boy and a little girl trying to change Cool, awesome stuff. Yeah, it's it's very much like a lot of ballads, um, but it's got some faster stuff in there as well, and um, it's so many good songs, so many good songs. So um, additionally, like you could also listen to Ram and also listen to All Things Must Pass because they're guaranteed hits, but I think um, Plastic Owner Band gets much less recognition than those two albums, but I think it is maybe the best post-Beatles album from one of the Beatles that I've I've ever heard. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Barrio, what have you got for us? I got several. So lately, I really enjoy uh, lo-fi music. So there's um, there's a dude Akira the Don, and he has some really really good uh, lo-fi music. If you want to read something or study or just you know do your work on the machine, then it's it's good stuff. So I would recommend. Um, What's um, lo-fi music? What? Oh, what, um, what is it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good point. Like <laughs> I recently just learned what lo-fi is, so it's not it's not that obvious. Um, um, so lo-fi is kind of like um, repetitive, uh, not too disturbing music, like something that re- something that that you can imagine really good for for studying. You know, it's basically electronic, but like really calm and like repetitive a bit dirty kind of like it has a bit of a feeling like playing white noise in the background if you yeah. know what i mean okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's really interesting stuff sometimes i play white noise when i'm like trying to sleep or something like that yeah me too it'd be nice just to listen to just before i go to bed yeah i would i would really really recommend there's um he has like this um trying to search for its name it's just like lo-fi beats by akira the dong he has low lo-fi beats and lo-fi beats too uh, and you also got like a Christmas special or something, but uh, nice. yeah, but just, you know, the first one is just like really, really great. Um, he, he he actually has a, a full album, which kind of includes uh, different kind of remixes from uh, different uh, people talking that he kind of mixed together and created this really interesting tracks. Cool. So uh, yeah, I, I would recommend that. Um, another thing that, 
I just can't stop hearing uh, in the past couple of months. There's I also didn't want to waste my, my movie uh, recommendation, but there's a movie called Wild Rose that's about... Um, about a, a Scottish girl, I think, the, that just, you know, got released uh, out of prison. And she wants to be a country singer. She she loves country music. The movie is great. It's just, you know, it's, it's really well made. But the soundtrack of it, I, I just hear it all the time. Really good country music, a bit uh, country and, and, and Scottish and a bit Irish. And you think, what? It doesn't belong together, but it really works. So that's like two big thumbs up for that. Cool. I keep hearing about that movie and soundtrack. Yeah. Maybe from you. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's a good chance. Yeah. Oh, so my album recommendation. The thing is, I, I kind of, I, I'm going to chill a little bit with the album, which I kind of felt bad about until Barrio recommended two albums. So fuck that. Um, oh, this is annoying. Oh, I've been dogged. I wanted to. <laughs> well, I guess I kind of recommended three, but uh, oh, who cares? No, I, I'm gonna recommend just one. But the the one I'm gonna recommend is a soundtrack of a musical. It's called Hamilton by Lin Manuel Miranda. I chose a musical instead of a regular album because, like, it'll really make your time fly by. And uh, this is something I would recommend to people if I knew they can make the time to enjoy it, you know? So now that everyone's quarantined, I think it's a perfect time for it. Um, let, me, let me describe it for you. It's a musical about the story of Alexander Hamilton, one of the American founding fathers. Uh, it takes place during the American Revolution and the first few years of, you know, uh, forming the United States. It's about two and a half hours long, all of it in rap. And um, I'm not a huge hip-hop guy, I'm not a huge history guy, but boy, oh boy, is this worth your time. Um, I myself think that this is one of the best pieces of art ever. Like, in my list, it's top 10 of all times, all genres, all art forms, everything. First of all, the, the, the music is just so effective in making the whole thing work. You know, you have to have great music to keep your attention for two and a half hours, and this, the, the music is fun, it's exciting, it's sad, it's everything. And uh, second, Miranda, who wrote and starred in the play, he made the story so extremely compelling to me, I think, mostly by making the characters so relatable. Like, the characters in this musical make the whole thing work, you know, they're just so well-crafted. And I wanted to talk more kind of about what makes the characters interesting, but and I don't think it would spoil the story or anything, but to me, getting to know the dynamics between the characters uh, was was just the best part of the play. So I'm not gonna say anymore just to not, you know, take it away from you. Um, the first time I listened to it was about three years ago, and at first I was completely overwhelmed by it. I could tell that there's something good there, but it was too big for me at the time, so I saved it for later. This is my recommendation. Don't rush it. Take your time with it. Give it a few listens if you have to. But, you know, a, a few months after being overwhelmed by it, I finally listened to the whole thing and um, I fell in love with it. My girlfriend listened to it as well and we, we couldn't stop playing it for a long, long while. We even later named our dog Washington after George Washington. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, I don't know, like, once you feel ready for it, I really, really recommend clearing some time for it and following along with the lyrics and, you know, after a few listens, the, the repeating motives will kind of become evident. The comparisons between the characters will be kind of clearer. 
And then the album, to me, really, really shines. I really think this is something that can take a bunch of your time in this kind of period of quarantine. Uh, I think it's worth every second of it. That's awesome. I've yeah. uh, downloaded it to my phone. I'm keen. It's two and a half hours, so um, that'll be that'll be much, much needed during this um, quarantine. Uh, let's go on to books. Uh, Peter, what are you recommending in terms of books? Okay. Hopefully, when viewers listen to our most recent Mums Classics episode, um, they'll be able to follow along when I read some quotes along because I'm recommending a book that I'll um, have a quote from and I've got it in front of me it's called um, Dishonesty is the Second Best Policy and Other Rules to Live By um, by David Mitchell and it is awesome so as I will say in the future I have a good (laughs) sort of um, sense of what is going to happen I have it on Kindle I have it in physical form and I have it on Audible and I would recommend Audible, and um, if you are so inclined and you like to read books in the author's voice, then get it on Kindle because it is is just amazing. But I wouldn't have appreciated it as much if I didn't listen to it on Audible before hmm. I read it because it's all about the delivery. And now there's no way to read it without sounding like him. But I don't know if that would have been the case. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, it's just full of amazing stuff. And as you'll know from our Douglas Adams um, podcast, British authors are the best. So um, it's just the British charm, the self-deprecating sort of honesty, which is just amazing. And it's it's got a little bit of um, dialogue about, like, sort of Brexit and stuff. But it's only got a chapter and it's you don't have to know anything about it just to have a laugh. You don't even have to be for it or against it. It's just it shit is just flung in all directions, so there's no way to escape it. Yeah, that sounds like something definitely up my alley, and I'm gonna get it and read it maybe even today. I'm looking for something to start reading. Um, Barrio, I want to bring something more original than the Hitchhiker's Guide because I I keep bringing it up, <laughs> but I just you know I think I think if you have the time now. Then reading all the five books. Do it in one strike. You'll thank me later. Peter, you're reading them now, right? Or listening to them? I'm listening to them again, yeah. Um, again? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually got through the first two, and I was going to go on to the third, but then I kind of felt like I hadn't got everything from them, so I wanted to listen to them again. So oh, cool. um, the first book is narrated by Stephen Fry, and he is like one of my favorite personalities, and he just... He's just awesome. So I was kind of hoping he would do all the books, but he only does the first one. Yeah. And then the second book is um, read mm. by... By Bilbo Baggins. What's his name? I'm forgetting his name as well. Um, Martin Freeman. Oh, the young Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, can't relate. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Friedman, um, unpopular opinion. I think Friedman does better voices than, than Stephen. Really? Uh, yeah. Huh. Like, wow. That's ballsy of you, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I like Stephen Fry's voice better just just regularly because he just sounds so British and so formal and um stuff. But I I had to like when I was listening to Martin Friedman, I was like, No, there's no way he's doing all these voices. He does like an American voice, which is really good, and he does some like really high pitched voices as well. And I was like, Is there other people doing it? Or is it just him? I looked it up. It's all just him. Yeah. 
Like I I don't know how. And oh my goodness, it's incredible. So I would say because like when you're listening to Stephen Fry one, it's still visibly or audibly still Stephen Fry that's doing it. You know, like he's behind it. But Martin Friedman just blew me away. So I think he does um, the second and third at least. I'm not. I haven't checked yeah. later than that. But I don't know. I started listening to them as well after doing the last chance to see episode. I really enjoyed the first one, and then when uh, Martin Freeman picks it up in the second book, I didn't like it as much. Like, I really, oh, really? really am not enjoying his reading of it. Like, I'm now in the middle of the third book, so I'm thinking to drop it and just find the book. Well, whatever you do, listen to the first one, because we're all in agreement about that. And then, Definitely. Definitely. Then th- if you maybe do, like, preview Martin Freeman, yep. and if you mm-hmm. ca- kind of like it, Maybe get it, and if, if yeah, not, give it a chance. Get the book. Um, yeah. See see what you think. Cool. Uh, okay, so my recommendations: two books. Uh, they're from the same series. It's called um, Secret Sanction and Mortal Allies by Brian Haig. Uh, these are the first two books in the the Sean Drummond series. Like, I'm not gonna recommend the whole series because I haven't finished reading the whole series. But these two are definitely worth your time. And um, here's how I came to read these books. Uh, Around five years ago, maybe six years ago, Barrio and I were in Isla Mujeres in Mexico. Uh, We spent a lot of time every day (laughs) on a hammock on a beach. And um, the place where we were staying, like it had this bookshelf with a bunch of books for guests. You know, the kind of things where you um, you can take a book if you leave one. Um, and I was looking for something to read, and one of the only things that was in English and seemed interesting was the book Mortal Allies, which is the second book in the series. So I picked it up, I read it, I loved it, then I read the first one, which is Secret Sanction, I loved it as well. I read the third and fourth books in the series, they were okay, and the fifth, sixth, and seventh, I never even tried them. Uh, the series is about Sean Drummond. He's the protagonist in the series. He's a military lawyer. Um, and in each book, he's kind of tasked with representing someone in a case. He basically has to find, you know, all the details in a mysterious story to figure out how to approach a case. And I'm not going to go too deep into each case or anything. But the first two books, um, they're extremely interesting, extremely well done. You know, they kind of require Drummond... Uh, and the reader to kind of connect the characters involved and and kind of figure everything out. They're really moving, I think. Uh, they're really good stories. And to add to the fact that I found them kind of, you know, really deep, I also thought that the books were really funny. You know, they're, they're deep, but they're funny, and they're light, and they're uh, not too short, but not too long. Like, they're really fun. They'll really sway you. I think they're really engrossing books. Um, okay, let's go into the wildcard recommendations. This is uh, where we can recommend anything that comes to mind. Peter, what have you got for us? Um, my recommendation is, in Australia, it's super common, and I wouldn't make the recommendation. Drinking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad one, but, um, <laughs> but knowing most of our listeners are from America and quite a few people from Britain, um, they probably wouldn't have heard of them. But um, my recommendation is the podcast for Hamish and Andy. So Hamish and Andy are two sort of immature adults that um, (laughs) used to be a radio comedy duo. Um, So they used to do like the drive slot in. um, So when people drive home from work, they used to be on from four to six. 
and then um, they've done that since I think 2006. Um, they've done different slots and different times and stuff, but um, so they've been on radio for about 10 years. But then a couple of years ago, they um, they stopped doing radio and they just did a podcast, which is unfortunate because they're doing only about 45 minutes every week, but fortunately for everyone who hasn't listened to them yet, they've got over 80 episodes now, um, so they're about 40 a year, and um, they're just amazing. And I was the only reason I was apprehensive to recommend them is because I thought maybe it's too Australian-centric. Maybe people wouldn't get it or something like that. But I'm pretty confident Americans and British people will be able to get it with the podcast version. The the radio was too um, too topical, like relevant to like current events, and very time sensitive, and maybe too time sensitive. Yeah, uh, but the podcast is way better because if you listen from episode one, they only really reference things they did in the podcast, and they don't really talk about Australian events too often or almost at all. So um, it's it's such an easy podcast to recommend because it's well produced. And I, it's one of the few podcasts which I just, I wish they released five, f- one every day, one every weekday, I would listen to it. There's not many podcasts like that I could say the same. Like there's some podcasts which release every two weeks and I say, oh, it'd be better if they're weekly. These people will release it weekly and I'd still want more. So um, that's my recommendation. It's really good. Yeah, yeah you've mentioned it before. And uh, I listened to a few episodes, and they're really great. And uh, I'm not even Australian at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barrio, what have you got for us? Um, well, that's actually something that's kind of thanks to you, Inon. Uh, recently, me and Inon and, and Peter also joined us uh, one time. We started playing kind of quests online, but I got to say that we play now the series called Rusty Lake. Yes, I wanted to recommend it, but I didn't. And I'm so glad that you're bringing this up. Yeah, because I, I think that's kind of like, um, we would never spend so much time doing it if it wasn't for the quarantine, I think. Exactly. And um, and it's it's a really nice experience. I mean, it's not really a quest as more as like being together in an escape room and kind of trying to solve puzzles together. So it's not like being in a in a big new world and kind of trying to understand the plot. It's it's very focused and, and it's fun because you're listening to music together and you're trying to solve these puzzles. And usually they start pretty easy, but then they start getting more tricky. And the fun thing is that there are about, I think, nine games which are just completely free. Exactly. There are like, I think, 10 games that are completely free. They're called Cube Escape uh, on their website, on Rusty yeah, website. So that's like really fun way to, to pass the time, you know, just get uh, on a call with a friend, share your screen. One of you play the game and, and click things and just solve this together. We got to also say that there are some parts where it's a bit uh, stressing. Creepy? <laughs> yeah. They're like this... Kind of weird... Uh... Yeah, it looks like Flash games from the 90s, right? Yeah. It's not really scary, but it gets a bit creepy, yeah. Yeah, so there are like 10 games or 9 games on their website called Cube Escape. These are shorter, more like uh, Escape Room. And there are the main games, which are called Rusty Lake. There are Rusty Lake Hotel, Rusty Lake Paradise, Rusty Lake Roots. And these are 
kind of longer and they all are in the same universe like the the stories kind of connect and the main ones two dollars or maybe three dollars each so you know it's really easy to get them you can get them on steam you can get them on Android and iPhone you can share your screen uh, on over discord you can have uh, a voice channel going I, I think it brought us a little closer <laughs> yeah it was really fun let's do it again yeah. okay so my wild card recommendation um, in one word, it's juggling. Uh, <laughs> so here, here's the story that accompanies this one word. Around seven or eight years ago, a good friend of mine and I have agreed to do like this monthly challenge kind of thing. Like each month we had a different challenge. Some were kind of hard and challenging. Some were less so, you know, kind of designed to be more fun. Um, we ended up doing only like four or five challenges. But like in the end, I think each one kind of was an interesting experience because I kind of learned a lot about myself doing them. Uh, one of the challenges was to take up a hobby and practice it for one hour a day, but like you had to do it every day. And uh, I chose juggling. Ooh. And uh, like uh, back then I learned that, you know, not only was juggling fun, but because, you know, I kind of put aside an hour a day for that, it was almost as if I was marking that hour to be kind of a break from life. That challenge ended up being so much more than just juggling to me because like I learned that juggling kept my hands kind of busy, but my mind was still free to do other things. So I used that one hour each day to listen to a lot of music and stand-up comedy. And like I found that I finally had the time to listen to all of the CDs in my collection that I planned to listen to, but never had the patience or, or time to. You know, and the combination of busy hands and enjoying music just made the time fly by for me. So, like, just keeping my hands busy doing juggling and listening to music is just such a, uh, a pleasant experience. You know, it's such a nice time. Obviously, you can swap juggling with a, a bunch of other things. Like, sometimes I play Tetris to keep my hands busy while I, I listen to music or podcasts. But I'm recommending juggling specifically because it also has somewhat of a physical component to it you know like at first when you drop a lot of balls then leaning to pick them up uh, all the time gets pretty tiring especially when you start out balls going everywhere yeah definitely i really remember that you know period of my life that month of doing juggling is like a really really fun time you know and uh i got to listen to a bunch of music then it's funnily enough back then i already had my copy of pet sounds by the beach boys but that still never got played. Um, yeah. Um, cool. So we've had three movies. We've had three books. We've had three albums. Now we've had three wildcard recommendations. Um, so before we finish this, I kind of want to mention a couple of other things that, like, I think it would be funny not to mention. Like, one series of books that, like, I would always recommend the Harry Potter books. Like, seven fun books that you won't want to stop reading and you you would appreciate the chance of having the time to really drown in them. You know, like as a kid, when I was reading them, they'd come out every, I don't know, two years, every one year, I don't remember. But like just going through the seven books would be just awesome, I think. Would you still recommend it for people like me who have never seen it, never read the books? Like, because aren't they sort of like more children-based or... Um, I, uh, that's a good question because I haven't read them since I turned like, I don't know, 18. But looking at them now, I still feel so favorably towards them. I think like 
if I could forget them entirely and go over them again, I think I would just enjoy it. Okay. Do you cool. agree by awesome. Barrio? Um, I, I want to say yes, but I think I'm, I'm not really, I'm kind of, um, I'm not objective about it. You know, kind of yeah. like what I said about Donnie Darko, that I saw it yeah. so long ago and, 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 I, and I like it. So. Yeah. But, but, but I looked it up on Audible. Okay. And Stephen Fry reads it. Okay. Who is this guy who has so much time to read everything? (laughs) (laughs) Of course it's Stephen Fry. Oh, my God. Of course it's Stephen Fry. Who else would it be? Yeah. I I totally recommend it. I think this is... If you're looking for a bunch of books to read during this quarantine, the first choice should be Harry Potter, if you haven't before. Um, Another thing that I really helps pass the time and bring friends together are the Jackbox games. It's like a collection of games that are, you know, they're party games kind of for non-gamers that you can play online with friends. You know, usually you play the game on the TV and everyone gets to play from their phone, you know, and usually it's for either four or eight or even more players. Um, But now, like when we're quarantined from friends, like I stream the game through Discord uh, and all of my friends kind of pop in uh, and we play remotely you know they can see my screen on discord i can hear them we're all we all have microphones oh, that's a good idea they're yeah. amazing like the the best one i think is um Druffle, which is kind of like charades and there's another one called fibbage which is I, i'm not gonna be able to explain it really well but they're like really funny games you can play round after round after round and they never get old and uh one last thing which i think would be funny not to mention um, there's a podcast called um, The Culture Quest. Um, hmm. Yeah, they do a, a movie or a book or an album in each episode, so you can watch uh, what they're watching or listen to what they're listening and then, you know, kind of enjoy the episode. Or, you know, just listen to the episode um, on its own. The conversations are great. There's so much more than just talking about movies or books. Our next episode is going to be The All-Star Superman. We've previewed it um, in our last episode, in our last Chance to See episode. I'm actually excited now, like after all this all these new recommendations. I might actually download the uh, first book of Harry Potter and let Stephen Fry read it to me. And <laughs> Change your might life. Go back and um, <laughs> watch the Intern for a fourth time. And yeah, it's um, it's got a lot of good stuff. And that um, the musical Hamilton. Hamilton. Yes, that's. Um, I will be listening to that. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so thank you, Peter, and thank you, Barrio, for staying true to our goal. And thank you, the listeners at home, for helping us along the latest stage of our quest. We hope that you join us again next episode, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. See ya.